I don't think we have ever recorded this with the laundry machine on because that's a lot of ambient noise in the background. You think? I know what it. I know what silence looks like, and that's not what silence looks what like. What should we do? Should we turn off the washing machine? Yeah, because we're not gonna wait like six hours to do this podcast. Yeah. All right, let's turn it off. And this is Review for Two, a podcast where we review video games that are fun to play with somebody else or while sitting on the couch while somebody's playing them. They're particularly good to play with someone that you are also dating. Exactly, which is what we are doing. That is an accurate description of our current status. We are not robots. I promise. (laughs) I had human food just this afternoon and I gotta say it tasted... Um, no, no, tell tell the listeners, what did you eat for lunch today, Marco? Marshmallows. Yeah. Oh, please help us. Anyway, <laughs> this week, we are reviewing a very, very popular game currently called Apex Legends. That's right, viewer, we have indeed sold out. We have sold out. We are doing what everyone wanted us to do. Yes, all, some of the comments <laughs> that we received asking for us to review this game. Your comment has not fallen on deaf ears. Exactly. Your four countries. Also, if you hear a little pitter-patter in the background, we are not um, being infested by mice. No, no, no. We have our cute little Quartzy, who I'll post a picture of probably on our Twitter, which is at review for T, the letter T. I realized the last time I've said it, I've just said review for T, so people could think that's like T-E-E or T-E-A. It's just review the number four and then the letter T. We wanted to make it review for T, like spill that piping hot tea. No, we didn't. But that one was already taken, no. unfortunately. And also it didn't make sense because we weren't reviewing T. That's not right. So we decided <laughs> to correct. stick for the letter T. In order to We're better We're just stalling represent. for time because we have so much to talk about. Oh, yes. Apex Legends. Apex Legends is a free-to-play game that was released only a short while ago. Mm-hmm. It was developed by the guys at Respawn, which are the people behind Titanfall and Titanfall 2, and who, if my memory serves, are a segment of the Call of Duty designers that broke off of Call of Duty to start their own game studio. And it's also part of EA Games. Yes, it was published by EA, and it is a free-to-play battle royale. I think it's on the Xbox, PlayStation, it's on Steam, it's, it's on, on Origin. Origin. I think it's on, like, everywhere. I'm pretty sure it's everywhere. Yeah. But we obviously did not look it up before <laughs> telling oh, you no. guys this. Part of our appeal, we think, is that we're just kind of the everyman. Yeah. We're, we're that idiot game player who yeah. someone, for some reason, gave a microphone, and now they're just spouting their own nonsense into said microphone. Exactly. But you guys are listening, so it's jokes on you. Yeah, really, you're enabling us, so... <laughs> This is really your fault. True. Yeah. Okay, back to the game. Back to the game. So there are, the style of game is obviously, it's first person. Yeah, it's a first person. First person shooter battle royale. There are eight different people, legends, that you can choose from to be. It's like PUBG in the way that you have to pick up your, it's like PUBG and Fortnite where you have to pick up your loot. But it's unlike Fortnite and more like PUBG in the way that you can pick up like a backpack and uh, modifiers for your weapons, grenades, I guess Fortnite has grenades, but it's it's like you can customize your guns a little bit more if you pick up the right stuff and the loot is scattered around the map in loot boxes and just on the floor. It's also got a little bit of the Overwatch influence mm-hmm. in that in Fortnite and in PUBG, you're just playing as whatever your character is. It's, yeah. They're all the same person. 
in this one, there are eight legends, I mm -hmm. think. It's basically Overwatch's heroes. There are eight of them that you get to choose, and it's teams of three, and you can't choose the same hero on the same team. Right. But since there's 60 people, you're going to have multiple of the same legend wandering around. They each have some different abilities. They've got a passive, and then they've got an active ability, and then they've got their ultimate ability. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like Overwatch in that way. Right. But also, you don't start with a gun. So whereas Overwatch is an individual specific weapon built for each hero, this one is, you've got some powers, and it's kind of less powers. It's still more focused on the first-person shootery. Mm -hmm. So you land and you grab those weapons. Yeah, and the thing, we could talk about this a little bit more later, but I am not a huge fan of PUBG. I watch a lot of people play PUBG, but I'm more of a fan of this game just because you can pick up a gun and know what you're using without knowing what that gun is beforehand. So let's take like a Mozambique, for instance. You can pick it up and know that it's like a pistol with this kind of ammo and it does this kind of firing like it will tell you all that instead of I think in PUBG you can look into it more but you pick up a gun most of the guns in PUBG are also snipers like you need a sniper stock for all of the guns because mm. it's a very long range game and you're like oh this is P90X or whatever it is P90X P90X is a that's that workout, workout. craze that's from not a gun six eight like years P ago wait there was one that I was thinking of Whatever, there's like, you could pick up a scar, and then you'd have to know what a scar is, and it's in For the record, AR. P90X is just as deadly as any <laughs> video game weapon you will come into contact with. True. Be warned. Anyway. We're gonna assume that all of you have played a battle royale, or at the very least know how they work. Mm -hmm. But for our viewer who doesn't, we're gonna just go through how they work real quick. Yeah. There are 60 of you who spawn on this island, and you do so using a kind of airship that just slowly gr glides across the island, and you can choose when you want to jump out, and then you kind of glide yourself to where you want to land. Mm -hmm. It's a huge island, and as time goes on, it kind of shrinks. There's a big wall of... In this one, it's angry orange, but... Orange. In, orange. In Fortnite, it's... The storm, it's a big angry wall of blue, purple. Yeah, purplish blue. In uh, this one, I think it's called like, well, they just say like, get back in the ring. Yeah. So it's not really a storm. So right? if you're outside of the ring, it does slow continual damage to you, which forces everyone to kind of come together towards the end of the game mm -hmm. so that you can't just pick a spot and hide and hope everyone kills each other. You do have to keep moving and eventually, eventually run into someone. Yeah, and quickly going back to the jump mechanic of when you jump out of the ship, this one is very different from the other Battle Royales. I think it's the only one like this, but somebody correct me if I'm wrong, where there's someone assigned as the jump master. And you are all following that one person. So that one person is controlling where you go. You can choose to veer off and go wherever you want. But usually it's that one person on your team that is just taking you wherever you want to go as a team. And I've heard this. And again, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think that the jump master is the person who did the best in the previous round. That's what I've been told. Interesting. Which is just a weird little like hmm. work about it. I never noticed that. Yeah. Or, I mean, it seemed random to me. Mm-hmm. So I could have just not noticed that, or our viewer can correct us. Exactly. This game kind of differentiates itself from the other 
Battle Royales because of its whole hero ability class. Mm -hmm. For those of you who played Titanfall, they essentially took the pilot from Titanfall and split him up into eight different characters. So he's one of them's got a grappling hook, and one of them's got a bubble shield, and one of them's got a tracking device, and one of them has got a smoke grenades. We so can go through them all if you want. I think anyone who's listening to this podcast already knows and already has or doesn't a favorite. really care. Yeah, yeah, all all one person probably usually plays as Bangalore. The gameplay is very similar to Titanfall. You've got a jump, and you've got your kind of ledge maneuvering so if you run up to a ledge and you jump you'll kind of climb up on it yeah that is really nice there's a slide so if you're going downhill you can just power slide the whole way which makes you go faster and it makes you on the ground so you're harder to hit and you can still shoot there's zip lines in this game which can zip you across and there's one legend who can create zip lines there's really not much more to speak of. It's no. it's a battle royale game. If you yeah. played one, you it's... know exactly how they work. And this one's just a little different in terms of characters and abilities. There's but... only one map, but I'm positive that there will be more maps in the future. Yeah. It's a free-to-play game, so you can just pick it up now. And I'm 100% sure that they will slowly release new content for it that will be paid for by the microtransactions. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you think of this game? So for my review, I enjoy it to a point. I usually like to play single player games more. If we're playing Destiny, I'm always the one who votes for PvE and I like playing the long Bioware RPGs and stuff like that. So this game is not really built for me. I can play maybe a few rounds, but A, I'm not very good at it, so I almost immediately die every single time. And B, it's a little repetitive and I just prefer playing person versus environment because then you can kind of customize your loadout more and it doesn't have to reset at the end of every round. So it is a very well-crafted game and it is a good game that has so far very few technical issues and it seems pretty well balanced but we'll get to that in a second it's just not for me i will play it with friends i will play a few rounds but for the most part i'm not going to be the one who is saying hey you guys want to go play apex tonight that does not mean you shouldn't play it you should absolutely give it a try especially because it is free Mm -hmm. so it will cost you nothing more than half an hour to see if you like it but it's a good game it's just not my game Yeah, I love this game. I really like it. I was a fan of Fortnite. When I first started playing Fortnite, I didn't really want to like it. I was kind of like, uh, this is just so popular and it's for like five-year-old boys. But I really liked it and this just has a lot more to do. And I really like that you can customize your character's abilities instead of just customizing your skins, which is what you can do in Fortnite. You can't customize the character's abilities, but you can choose... I mean, you could choose a character and they have different abilities. You can't choose a character with different abilities in Fortnite. So I, I really like it. And I think it falls perfectly into our mission of this podcast, which is to talk about games that are fun to play with somebody else because it is multiplayer and you can either play with somebody who's right next to you or somebody who's far away. The only thing I don't really like is that you can only play with two other people. So I would love if it had the capability to play with four people or more because I just feel like there aren't a lot of games like that. I know that PUBG and Fortnite, you can play with four people, so maybe they just wanted to stray away from something like that. But I do really like it. I am the one to say like, hey, let's play Apex. And I play by myself a lot, you know, with like random people online. I don't know. I think that it's exciting and it's fun and it's quick. You don't have to become invested in the story. I already have somebody that I play as all the time, which we'll get into a little bit later. 
yeah, I just think it's really entertaining and it's it's a game that I didn't think I would really want to play because it is so popular and so kind of mainstream. And I feel like, again, six-year-old boys play it, but also a bunch of older people play this one. For some reason, I feel like that's the case. But but I do think it's, it's really fun to play. Yeah. And I'm kind of good at it. A yeah. little bit. I mean, I haven't gotten a win, but I've gotten a lot of kills. And if you know me, that's not what I'm like. Yeah, the fact that I am willing to play this game with other people, even though I don't necessarily like it that much, is a testament to how well-crafted it is and mm-hmm. how good it is to play with other people. Right. I would probably never play it on my own, but as part of a group activity, it's good. Yeah. One of the other things <clears throat> we actually forgot to mention is that even though this game is really fun to play with someone next to you... They put a lot of work into a comm system that makes it so you can still play pretty well with people who you're not even on headset with. You can basically ping a location and it just puts up a little marker where your cursor is pointing. And you can say there's weapons here, there's ammo here, there's body armor, there's an enemy, there's a zip line, which makes it so that you can communicate very well even if you're not over headset. And it kind of does lead to a very good team dynamic even if you're playing with complete strangers. Yeah. It's a very good system, and it's very, very commendable that they put all of that effort to build it in there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would definitely, and I would definitely recommend for our viewers to listen, our listeners to listen. For our listeners to viewer. (laughs) For our listeners to play this game, because I think that, again, it falls right into the mission of this podcast, and it's free. If you haven't played it already, pick it up literally anywhere. Yeah. Um, and play with me, because Marco doesn't like to play with me, so... Um, excuse you, I just... We have this recorded, alright? Do not try to malign my comments. Okay. Do question wanna, time. Yeah, question time. First question. As we said, there are eight different heroes you can play as. Caroline, who is your favorite hero? My favorite hero is Gibraltar. I almost forgot his name. Favorite he... my ass, apparently. <laughs> My favorite is Gibraltar. Gibraltar is a large defense character, and he is in the lore by gay or queer. It's not really clear, but is not heterosexual in his sexuality. And he has really good passive abilities. He has a really good ultimate ability. I just like the way that he plays. I think that he, he can drop a shield, which is really nice. I've just been playing with him and I kind of picked him randomly to start with and I love him. I'm, I only play as him if I can. I mean, so you pick, when when you're on a team, you pick your character for that round ter- in, what am I trying to say? Turns. In turns, thank you. And so if you're the third person, you have the last pick. So if you're a third person, like, it's likely that I might not get Gibraltar, but a lot of people don't play as him, I've noticed. There are some other ones that people like to play as. Bangalore. A lot of of Bangalore mains. A lot of Bangalore. A lot of wraiths. Yeah. So usually I can play as Gibraltar, but there have been a few times where I've had to like play as Bangalore and then lose instantly. But yeah, he's my favorite. Who's yours? My favorite is Bloodhound. It took me a while to figure out who I actually wanted to play as. Normally Mm -hmm. I play as the support class and there are really only two support characters. There's the grappling hook robot and there is the combat medic. 
But my biggest problem with the combat medic is that her healing ability only happens once every minute. It's got a 60 second cooldown, which the different abilities that the characters have mm. is what makes it different from other games and what makes it fun. I didn't really enjoy playing as a character whose ability you could really only use once a minute. I understand that it probably has to be that way for balance reasons, right? but I just didn't really enjoy playing as the support in this particular go around. So I ended up playing as Bloodhound, who can use a little radar pulse to find if any uh, enemies are near, and who can see tracks that are left behind. So it's kind of fun when you're running around to ping all the different tracks and be like, aha, someone shot a bullet here 38 seconds ago. Yeah, and I think that you would like another one, but there are two legends that aren't, that you're not able to play as in the beginning, and it, you, I mean, people are saying that it's like pay to win, yeah. because you do have to either pay for them or rack up enough points to unlock them, which is like, an impossible number of points. I, but... men I mentioned this earlier, and yeah. it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, because since you have to either pay real money or invest a whole ton of time into unlocking these characters, if they aren't perfectly balanced, if either of those two characters is even just a little bit better than the six that you get from the start, then it kind of is pay to win because you can buy a better character and start off with a huge advantage. I mean, I don't know how much better the two are. I know that there's one called Mirage that I'm. it's it's a little bit unfair, the stuff that he can do, but I don't think that he's necessarily that much better. It's just EA has had a history of pay to win or other unlockable character and loot box issues. Yeah. If you have played or heard of Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know exactly what <laughs> yes, I'm talking about. I do. So I'm not at the moment inclined to give them the benefit of the doubt That's when fair. there are locked characters behind a paywall or a certain amount of time investment wall. Yeah, I do think though that it's not necessarily that one character is better than another one. It's there's a huge emphasis on being able to play with your team and balance your team really well. So if you have the right combination of healer, defense, attack, or whatever it may be, and you don't have one of those players, you might be more likely to win than if you just had one of those players and then like two healers. Yeah. You know? So I do think that it's more about how your team plays rather than how any individual legend plays. But I do agree that Mirage is a little overpowered. He he is the only character who has the ability to use any of his powers while you're doing the whole drop glidey thing. Right. Which <clears throat> just makes it unfair the, off yeah, of that. The fact that there is one character who you have to pay for who has the ability to do something that no other characters have the ability to do is kind of what started me off as thinking that maybe they're not as well balanced as they should be if you can buy a character. Yeah. What is your favorite gun? My favorite gun is... A weapon. I guess it could be a grenade. That's true. There are some ninja throwing stars and thermite grenades and regular exploding grenades. Frag grenades, yeah. Frag grenades. I think my favorite gun is the, I want to say it's called the Spitfire. Mm -hmm. It's a light machine gun and it uses heavy rounds. They're different. The different weapons, some of them have different rounds. There's light ammo, shotgun ammo, heavy ammo, and energy ammo. I like the Spitfire because I am not accurate. So if I have a gun that can just shoot a whole ton of bullets, there's a better chance I will hit someone with some of my whole ton of bullets. True. Caroline? Hold please. I need to look up what my actual favorite gun is. 
Caroline's favorite drug <clears throat> is the Mozambique. <laughs> hey. She's a little embarrassed about that, it's which not... is why she's trying to find a more <laughs> respectable favorite gun. Not the Mozambique. But yeah, she's she's a Mozambique main. It's I have not... seen her play rounds where <laughs> she will come across other weapons and refuse to pick them up until she has at least one Mozambique. <laughs> if she runs into a second Mozambique, she will pick it up and yeah. wield two at the same two. time. And let me tell you, viewer, she is absolutely stoppable. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so I kind of have I have multiple favorite guns. By the way, the Mozambique is not my favorite. That is a meme that I understand. That is it's like the shittiest gun and I ping it every time I see it. For context, the Mozambique is a shotgun pistol, which really just means it's a shotgun that's half as strong as other shotguns and yeah. it's a pistol with no range. So yep. it's it's only good in very very specific circumstances, which is you are in a very tight enclosed space. And the other person has no short range weapons, which is not many times that you will... No, no. You will not encounter that situation very often, so it's no, not no. a very useful gun. So my actual favorites are the R301 Carbine, which is an assault rifle. That's a really good assault rifle. I like the G7 Scout, which is a semi-automatic sniper. Surprisingly, I like that gun because I don't usually play with snipers, so it is surprising that I like that. And then the EVA 8 Auto, which is a fully automatic shotgun. Those are just a few of my favorites. Caroline has the Spitfire very... is also really good. That's the light machine gun. She has feelings. I have feelings, but I do usually if I can get the R three hundred one carbine and like equip it with a sniper stock or a hollow, that is golden. Like I am kind of unstoppable, and I hit some nasty shots with that thing. Oh. Nasty. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now. I feel like I need to take a shower. What's our other questions? Favorite zone. Oh yeah. Because there are it's one large map. And there are just different names for the different areas. There's a, a water treatment plant that's called the water treatment plant. There's a swamp that's called the swamps. You may be detecting yeah. a pattern here. I like the, is it the armory? Artillery? Artillery. Art, I like the artillery and I like the pit. Sorry, I don't know that. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by AI and she who must not be named because she will speak to us again by a large conglomerate, which we probably can't name because then we're sponsored by them. I'm sorry. If she's going to interrupt our podcast, we're going to call her out. This podcast brought to you by <laughs> Alexa, thinking we're saying her name when we say the word she artillery. She hears everything. <laughs> anyway, I like the artillery and I like the pit just because we like singing. I feel in the pit like every time that we go there. And we don't go there very often. No. So. The map is big enough and we have not played enough times that we've been to any one location more than a handful of times. I like the swamp just because there was one time that I landed there and I did really well. I yeah. got a whole bunch of good weapons and I didn't get killed immediately and that was just the best round I had had. So True. I am team swamp all the way. <laughs> Fill that swamp, you guys. Let's go. <laughs> Ew. Last and <clears throat> final question. What is your favorite experience with this game? So because it's the same kind of thing over and over again, it's kind of got that Fallout 76 thing where there's a skeleton for the experience you have. But if you are not really good at the game, most of the fun comes from winning. And mm -hmm. if you're not really good at the game, like I am, you have to find fun in other experiences because I'm never going to win this game. So yeah. we, we kind of fool around and play in the tunnels and do other stuff like that. So what is your favorite non-victory related gameplay moment? So there are two. I mean, one of them that was close to victory is the fact that I got second, like out of all of the teams and I carried my team. 
No, I did. I had the most damage from that round. It was like wild. But I mean, and then I didn't have the most kills, but I did have the most damage. I love that. And that's where the nickname Carrie Line comes from, which Paul called me once. So shout out to you, Paul. I'm Carrie Line from now on. My second one just actually happened very recently. We were playing a game today and I sniper shot somebody who was on a zip line and I took off all of their shield. And it was like a very sick shot. So I was very, very proud of myself there. It was a very well done shot. What's your favorite moment from this game? Like you, I also have two favorite moments. One was when I was playing and one was not because it was just so entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. My favorite moment was when you and I were playing with our one viewer and he was playing as the grappling hook robot guy. And the grappling hook robot guy's ultimate is that he can set up a zip line. I remember this. He can set up a zip line from where he is to another point. So there was just this big rock formation that there was no way to get on top of except for when you were gliding down. Mm-hmm. And so he built a zip line up to it and we zipped up to it and we were just camping out on top of this rock. And it was inside the zone for most of the game. So we really didn't need to move. And there were a bunch of trees on it. And so he eventually, when his ult recharged, he built a bunch of trees, he, uh, zip lines to the trees. So we kind of just built our own tree fort style zip line. But then you yelled at him because he built so many zip lines to the rock that like anyone could come right. up to us. But then he built a zip line up to the tree, which I couldn't get up in. And like you couldn't, like it was so specific. And he was just in the tree for like the whole time. It was just an entertaining pile of nonsense where instead of playing the gritty first person shooter, we were fucking around with zip lines in the trees. That was really fun. Yeah. My other favorite moment was Gibraltar has the bubble shield. And the way the bubble shield works is that you cannot shoot into or out of it. So if you're in the shield, people can't shoot you, but you can't shoot them. And that mechanic also applies to grenades as well. Oh, no! So uh, Gibraltar's ultimate is he pulls out a smoke grenade and he throws it and that area gets bombed by artillery strikes. And Caroline was playing... This is like one of the first times I was playing, okay? This was today. No, it wasn't. This was a few moments ago. No, it wasn't. That happened a while ago. This was today, dear listener. Caroline was in a firefight and she threw up her bubble shield and she pulled out her grenade and she threw the grenade inside the no, bubble? No, that happened a really long time ago. You're getting this really messed up. That happened a while ago, but somebody did today throw a grenade into my bubble. That's what happened today, which was, that's not my fault. I just made a bubble and somebody came inside and threw a grenade and then left. But like in the past, I did throw an airstrike into my bubble. That was a while ago. That was when we played with Paul. I remember that. She threw the airstrike grenade inside her bubble, and so predictably it bounced off of the wall of her bubble, landed right next to her, and she got obliterated by her own airstrike. I did. And that happened yesterday. It didn't happen yesterday! (laughs) I'm 100% certain it did happen yesterday? No, I'm 100% certain it didn't, and I did it, and I remember doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember watching it. It didn't happen yesterday, but whatever. I think anyway, I can I can edit all of this to you make. You should fun. edit all of it out. You're just mad that just you blew yourself up podcast. with your own ultimate. <laughs> delete this podcast. Um. Anyway, I think that bottom line, I really like playing this game. Marco doesn't love it. 
But you should play it anyway. You should try it. It's free. Just do it. Yeah. Really quick shout out to our listeners in other countries. This is amazing. We are listened to in four countries. If you are in France, Germany, or Israel, let us know because we would be fascinated to know who in those countries is listening to us. Yeah, this is amazing. And we're very, very thankful. Also still to our Michigan friend, whoever you are, I really want to know who you are and who is listening to our podcast from Michigan or in Michigan or passes through Michigan and just listens to our podcast while in Michigan. Downloaded Um, our podcast on a road trip through Michigan. Right. Whoever you are, thank you guys for listening. This is just a little mushy moment for me, but this was kind of a huge, not dream, but it, it was like a passion project of ours. And the fact that we got on the ground and we actually have more than two people listening is quite amazing to me because it's just really cool. If you want to hear more about Apex and we didn't scratch that itch of hearing about it enough, there are about seven Apex podcasts out right now. It's a popular game, you um, guys. Shout out to you guys who are making podcasts about Apex. I don't know what you talk about, but and I should probably listen to your podcast, but you guys are doing great. And shout out to the rest of our podcast community. Thanks for having us. I think that about covers it for today. I think so. All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye. I'm Marco. And I'm Caroline. And this is a pod. I've already used that entrance. And we are going to review Apex Predator. Nope. (laughs)